now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. secret oaths and to secret proceedings for we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy that relies primarily on covet means for expanding its sphere of influence it was 1776 when the founders signed the writ of independence from the brits it was revolution now an enemy from within would enslave us all again and deprive us of our rights in the Constitution. Restore the Republic. Wake up, it's time to understand. Restore the Republic. We're losing our freedom in the land. Working from behind the scenes, controlling everything. From the daily news we read to the politicians And they're pulling out financial strings More powerful than kings There's a central bank elites bringing our destruction Restore the republic Wake up, it's time to make a stand Restore the republic We are the people and we can Restore the republic Pledge our allegiance to the flag Restore the republic We gotta take the freedom back America, arise It's time to open up our eyes And march back down the road to freedom If we look the other way They'll take our rights away So we the people must defeat them Till we choke, shoving taxes down our throats, bailing out banks we don't even owe, it's a ruination. They're invading our privacy with high technology, microchip in our ID, it's abomination. Restore the Republic, wake up, it's time to make a stand. Restore the Republic, spread the news across the land. Restore the Republic, pledge our allegiance to the flag. Restore the Republic, it's time to take our freedom back. It's time to take our freedom back. It's time to take our freedom back.
right. Hey, people. Hello, people. want to welcome you to tonight's episode of Bible News Radio. I am the one and only Stacey Lynn Harp. I'm your sweet and lovable host. Yeah, I am. And uh, tonight, Randall Pandle Bearface and I, also known as Bearface, uh, are going to talk about something that we have never, ever talked about on this show before. So if you uh, have never heard of Nisera or just Sarah, uh, these are acronyms for uh, for um, for big long titles. Well, we're going to talk about that tonight, and 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 how does this tie into Bible prophecy potentially? So, I just want to give a give our social media platforms a little bit of time to roll out. As we know, it usually takes a little bit of time to do that. And just invite you, if you are new to the audience, if you're brand new to the show, then one of the things I want to do is let you know that you can go visit our website, BibleNewsRadio.com over there. Uh, you can also join our text message list. If you watch the scroller, the ticker down there during the show, it tells you how to do that. And I want to let you know, I am your host. Yeah. If you're new to Bible News Radio, we have been around for 16 years online, uh, and it's only been in the last I don't know, almost five years now that we've been on video, and um, we have had a very interesting journey of media. Let's just put it that way. I believe personally that we are divinely protected by God, and that the things that we talk about and that we expose the, you know, those who are called of God are are actually, you know, you're hearing it right. I believe God has His watch people everywhere, watchmen. Watch woman, and yes, even watch dogs, people. Yeah, I do. <laughs> um, if you don't know who I am, I am also a clinically trained marriage and family therapist. Uh, I also offer legal assistance with Legal Shield and all of that information. Again, if you if you scroll, if you look down there in the ticker during the show, you can check that out. I think tonight at the top of the show, we'll go ahead and thank our sponsor right away, Ariel Ministries. Uh, Ariel is a wonderful Jewish, Messianic Jewish ministry. You get Bible teaching from a Messianic Jewish perspective. If you are not familiar with Ariel, <clears throat> we have been so blessed to have them sponsor our show for over three and a half years and, um, and, uh, and have that coupon code where you can save 20% when you use the coupon code Bible News. Um, also, uh, I had the blessing of um, being do it running their social media for almost three and a half years as well so they're a really good friend of mine uh the ministry of ariel will deepen your walk with with yeshua and jesus who is yeshua and you know his hebrew name is yeshua <laughs> anyway it'll, it'll definitely deepen your walk with the lord and um you know check out their stuff we've only got a couple more days with them as our sponsor as god would have it they have um, moved well they can't sponsor us anymore because they're a similar situation as a lot of us with struggles with money but you know hey john chapter six like i sh shared last night on our show is an awesome passage of god's word if you read it and study it and really understand what the lord's saying in that chapter then you know that yeshua is the bread that came down out of heaven and he will never leave us or forsake us he is our food. He is our manna from heaven, literally. Um, and, you know, he who believes in him will never hunger or never thirst. Um, and I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, so we are here tonight to offer hope and encouragement, maybe some excitement. No fear here. No fear belongs 
for the believer, right? First Timothy, is it First Timothy 2, 7, I think, says that um, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. And the Bible also says that perfect love casts out all fear. So who is that perfect love but Jesus himself? So we're here to lift his name up. But also, you know, kind of to stimulate your thinking um, about maybe what's going on today in our culture. You know, the I, I, I do believe wholeheartedly, and I shared this, and I'm only going to share it again because I always know we have new viewers and new listeners to the show. And I will share this many decades ago now. I'm 51. This happened when I was about 18, okay? Many decades ago, when I first got introduced to what being an activist was, I went down to Planned Parenthood way back in the day when Randall Terry was, was um, doing these Operation Rescues, that's what they called, in order to, you know, protect poor little babies who were being, um, you know, killed inside the mom's womb, you know, I mean, just being ripped out. And I remember, I'll never forget this, because this was my awakening, my awokeness, where I woke up a little bit. And as time passed, you know, different things came to light. But I was out there in front of Planned Parenthood with a whole bunch of other Christian friends. And we were praying for those women that were going to go in and have their abortion. And the media came. And there was protesters, of course. The the old, you know, the the pro-choice and the gay activist community were there. And then, of course, there was the Christians praying for the babies and and everything. Well, the media came and said, you guys got to break up, break it up, you know. And some of the protesters back in the day, uh, instead of getting up and leaving, they chose to get arrested instead. And so that's what they did. They they went limp. You know, you could probably go Google and see pictures of the police lifting up the, the pro-lifers and stuff carrying them away to get arrested. And I remember one of my really good friends, actually, she was my maid of honor in my wedding. She actually got arrested because, you know, she believes wholeheartedly in trying to protect babies. And, you know, it's, it is what it is. Well, while that was going on, you had the, the feminists, liberals, and the homosexual activists out there yelling and screaming and spitting at us, uh, people who were praying right? And trying to protect babies and all we were doing praying and, you know, and all that. And if you've ever gone to an operation rescue type event, one of the things that you can know is that, um, generally speaking, the, the, the people who are trying to protect people are literally your grandmas and your grandmothers. I mean, your grandmas, your moms, you know, sometimes little children, you know, Sweet, innocent people who are who wouldn't hurt a fly. Literally, they, they probably wouldn't. They'd probably feed the fly. You know, here, fly, have a, you know. Anyway, it's not mean people at all. You know, people like me and Bareface, right? Well, to make a long story short, the media came. They tried to interview us and everything. And um, they said, hey, don't worry. We're going to be, you know, showing our news coverage um, tonight on such and such channel. It was either, it was one of the big three whether it's ABC, CBS, or NBC, whatever it was. I don't remember because it was a long time ago. But later that night, I remember going up, go, being so excited. Oh, we're going to be on TV. We're, you know, And I get in there, and I watch, the, I watch the coverage, and what they showed on the, the mainstream media was completely opposite of what happened. Completely. And I remember thinking to myself, wait a minute. I was actually there at this event, and... 
they're showing a completely opposite tale of what happened, painting the pro-lifers as if they were some murderers or whatever and some disruptors of peace and trying to, you know, make sure that everybody hated pro-lifers, right? Well, I think, based on that and, and my, you know, last 40 years of my life, that it's just gotten worse. And, and yet, at the same time, we live in a day and age today where, um, how do I say this? Where because of social media and because of people who read documents and because of people who don't just believe everything that you're being spoon-fed by the media, um, we have a modicum of truth coming out of media. Now, most of us know you can't trust the regular media. Even Fox News is pretty liberal, people. And I was on Fox News as a guest, and I can tell you that story another day. I already told it before another story in other shows. But what I can tell you is that where Bareface and me come in, you know, we look at the Bible, we try to look at news and different alternative sources so that we can go, okay, this is a piece that you might want to think about. Maybe, you know, maybe you'll learn something new and then you can decide for yourself what it is that you want to believe, right? One thing I can tell you 100% for sure is that anything written in God's holy word is 100% true and accurate. God does not lie. He will never change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so that is our, that is our frame of what we do here. And I hope that, you know, I hope that tonight's show, you'll learn something. Let me say hi to some people and bareface come on the screen. Um, I see a couple of people came in, Sean, Natasha, Mia. I think my friend Venus came in. I, I don't see you, but hi, Heather. Um, and I don't know who else is in there. looks like Periscope's kind of, um, down. Um, anybody over on YouTube, our YouTube channel, by the way, feel free to go subscribe over there. It's Bible News Radio on YouTube. You can do that. We have some viewers, but nobody chatting. Okay. I'm trying to refresh my page. My computer keeps... I'm surprised my computer is living because I've dropped viewers it, on Facebook as well. so many times. Yeah, say hi to us and we know who you are, if you want. And hi on Facebook. And are we on Twitch? And we're also on... Mixer. Um, Mixer. Yeah. Hello, Twitch and Mixer people. Uh, clearly, there's a couple of you out there. <laughs> I don't know. And if you're listening yep. to the podcast. A couple of followers on Twitch anyway. All right. That's cool. You know what? Yeah. Hey. We. Yeah. Anyway. So what do you think, Randall? Pandal Bearface? You should change your, our, you know, just put Bearface under your name. That's what most people call you anyway. Nah. Nah. We also just give so, up your name. So we what do I think? change legally with Bible. Yeah. Yeah. So what do I think about what? Well, just about, you know, the, the media and all that. Because tonight we're going to talk about something we've never talked about. Hey, Jennifer, Dr. Jennifer Fee is on Bible News Radio YouTube page. Yeah, we're going to talk about uh, Nasara. Well, the the uh, lamestream media. <laughs> oh, come on, be nice. Uh, okay, the mainstream media, the <laughs> MSM. They, uh, you know, as you said, going back there to the 80s. And, yeah, it was, it was and the 80s, the complete actually fabrication of an event that you were at and it was more than one event by the way it wasn't oh. just one event that happened at more than one pro-life event oh sure that. sure but yeah. there's something you were an eyewitness to I was. I was totally an eyewitness and saw to. a complete fabrication presented on television i think going back to the 1930s when uh 
when Orson Welles, not Orson Welles, it was Orson Welles, right? Did the dramatization, the radio dramatization of War of the Worlds, H.G. So. Wells' War of the Worlds. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people who tuned in late didn't realize that it was... Um, dramatization. Yeah, and they thought you know, the Martians were invading and and in some places, you know, <clears throat> there was this, this panic that ensued. And I think that at that time, you know, folks realized that rather than just uh, providing information as communication, you know, a widespread mass media, you know, was a great way to control people, tell them anything you wanted, you know, and because there was this, you know, the voice of mass media, it would be believed. And so, like I say, it's only gotten worse. Oh, it's um, only gotten worse, big time. I mean, and... Because everybody's an expert now these days. And, and, you know, you've seen these videos, these compilations, these collages where they'll have several local news outlets reporting the same news story word for word. Right. Because it comes from a central place <laughs> and different flavors. You know, we, they, just like Congress with the, the left and the right, I think, you know, they love to pit us against one another. You know, with the I left. They do a great job, the, actually. CNN and, and Fox News and... And and a lot of the same shareholders are there for both. Um, you know these these news outlets are all the news outlets, um, and yeah, it's just they play this you know fair and unbalanced. And yeah, my my backside. <laughs> it, it's just as much propaganda as 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 the rest of it. Right. As the yeah. Okay, so let's CNN, MSNBC, they have different slants, but. You know, it's it's all half truth. Okay, so what so, what we're gonna say tonight? <clears throat> excuse me. Just so you know, this is allergies, people. I just took some of my cold thingy. Hopefully, my throat will. I went out. We went outdoors for a walk, and of course, five million pieces of pollen got in my nose and my head. But anyway, yeah. um, <clears throat> so we're gonna talk about Nasera. I'm gonna give you what that means, and then Bearface is gonna explain it better because he's smarter than I am. I don't know about that. Okay, so. And I'm going to use Wikipedia as the source for the definition, and then we'll talk about a little bit more where you can learn more about it. Seriously, this. the Wikipedia article that well, paints it? I'm just going to read what it stands for. Okay, all okay. right. So, NESARA, N-E-S-A-R-A, is an acronym. It stands for National Economic Security and Recovery Act. And it says here it was a set of proposed economic reforms suggested during the 1990s by Harvey Francis Barnard. Barnard claimed that the proposals, which included replacing the income tax with a national sales tax, abolishing compound interest on secured loans, and returning to a bimetallic currency, uh, would result in, in a 0% inflation and more stable economy. Okay, and then it says here the proposals were never introduced before Congress. So we'll, we'll stop there for this. And then just Sarah, um, actually... I'm trying to find it, but it, it's basically the government. What is it called? The 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 global. The global economic economic securities and recovery act, or stability security. and okay, recovery act or reformation act. There's anyway there's a few different. Um, so yeah, so the point is, is the Gisera is the global one. So um, it's interesting. There's a um, a website. And grant and look, I'm just giving you this as a as a place you can go. I'm not going to say I believe everything on it because I haven't studied it that deeply. But we're going to just, you know, look at it here. So it's it's the website is blissfulvisions.com, 
And then I have an article titled, Gisera and Nasera, The Golden Age of Global Peace and Prosperity. Uh, no poverty, no hunger, no debt, only global pros prosperity and peace for all. And then it says here, March 27, 2018, uh, Nasera has merged with Gisera. Alliance sources are claiming that Nasera no longer is needed in America. Since last month, Trump signed the revised Paris Agreement, which Gisera was secretly embedded. Therefore, Nasera, which originally was destined for the Republic of America, has merged with Gisera. The announcement of Gisera at the UN will now affect the Republic along with the rest of the world, accounting to a total of 206 sovereign nations. Anyway, the new financial system is a part of this Gisera law. And so the reason we're bringing this up is because what President Trump just did with the the big, you're looking at me funny. Go ahead. With, with signing the biggest bill in American history, some believe, okay, this is what some believe, and then Bareface is going to tell you everything else because he's super smart. Now, some believe that basically what Donald Trump is doing is he's trying to stop the evildoers first, uh, and he's slowly dismantling the Federal Reserve so that we can come back to the gold standard that the way it should have been in, in the thing. Some people are saying that that as a result of this, that we're going to have student loans wiped out, mortgages are going to be wiped out. Basically, everybody's going to be relieved of their debt. Um, and there's going to be kind of basically a, a big financial reset and a new world currency that will be put in place. Um, but, and does that sound crazy? Because, I don't know, the book of Revelation, we're going to read that, right? Randall, do you want to read that now or later? Later. Okay. All right, so Revelation chapter 13, though, is where we're going to look. So check that out, open that up, and Bareface will take it from here. Let's learn from Pastor Bareface as, <laughs> as we... Some some erroneously call me. <laughs> um, well, I mean, first... you're... Yeah, well, some people erroneously call me prof prophet prophetess, too, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. So let's let's have a little bit of American history. And by American, I mean United States of America history. A little history, U.S. history, USA history. Okay. Um, basically, the Constitution of the United States of America um, finished in 1789. And then there was... Um, uh, the Bill of Rights added and all that, and uh, ultimately ratified in 1791, I believe. Anyway, but what the U.S. Constitution is, it forms a constitutional republic. That is, is for a writing that, you know, this Constitution which provides a framework for a, a nation. And then it's the type of government is a republic. That is, that... Um, the 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 populace who is the government it's the government of by and for the people as abraham lincoln later said and as the u.s constitution starts we the people of the united states in order to form a more perfect union establish justice ensure domestic control anyway um if you ever wonder <laughs> if you ever wonder what you know something in constitution has to be interpreted just read the preamble that sets the the gist for it anyway so, but the, so, and then the Republic part is, you know, electing representatives. Hey, we're busy doing our stuff, managing our farms and whatever, our families. We'll send you 
to to occasional meetings to work out the stuff of the government and in the constitution gives enumerates specific powers and says as much in the document that this is what the federal government the you know the national government can do and whatever is not specifically listed here that belongs to the states or the people um by design a very limited government and one of those things that were the the very limited powers that the national government was given was to coin and you know mint money uh that went away in 1913 with an amendment um uh the the, the i believe it was the 13th amendment in 1913 interesting 13 hmm. um anyway which which established the federal reserve bank uh which is neither federal it no it's not part of the federal government it's a group of private banks which, and it, which can i just interject and sure. say if you've never read um a creature from jekyll island the book yeah um then that is an awesome book you guys got to read that you can get it on audible and listen to it it gives the whole backstory about how the federal reserve came into being and the purpose of it yeah yeah Definitely. I mean, this this is not conspiracy theory no, or anything. Not. I mean, this, really is, exists. this is U.S. history. And so that was a big departure from one of the powers taken away from the national government was given to private banks to coin and mint money. And so it's not really federal. They called it federal, but it's not part of the, you know, federal, the federation of the, you know, national government. And it wasn't reserved. There wasn't anything in reserve at all. It's it, it started the road down fiat currency, and that is that it's there's no real intrinsic value. There's no if you look at money. Uh, I think one was the last silver certificate printed. I've seen one. I will. I will. You, I've handled one. I will say just in case you guys don't know, the creature from Jekyll Island is um, by G. Edward Griffin. And if you go to Amazon, you can actually get it on Kindle or probably in paperback. Um, it's got almost 1,200 reviews on it. So check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, or you can go back and read the Federal Reserve Act of 1910 or something like that. I remember. Yeah. So many dates to remember. But anyway, so that was a big thing that where the, the <laughs> a huge thing that instead of money being have an intrinsic value and it was up until i think the early 50s that you the paper money that said this this note is uh legal tender for all debts public and private and is redeemable for its value in silver um trying to remember the exact representation that it was it was just like a check a check you write from your bank account only it was backed by something with intrinsic value silver or gold and you could take that to a bank and get the gold for it the the note was just you know the paper was just like a check it represented the and at any time you could go and get the gold or silver for that note uh, but with the creation of the federal reserve and they phased that out Beginning of 1913, early 50s, you don't find that on the notes. All you see is printed on the paper, this note is legal tender 
for all debts, public and private. That's all it says. That the the that the, the, the paper itself is the thing. There's no there's no intrinsic value behind it. It's just the paper itself, and whatever the Federal Reserve banks determine its its worth is, and inflation, all that. that this is a whole series of shows. It's it'll be a fun series though <laughs> if you if you stay in and you know. Anyway, well, anyway, but I'm not going to get off on a creature from Jekyll Island. But that was that it's was such a, a good book, though. That is one of the best books I have ever listened to. <clears throat> but even not talking about the book, what came out of it, the Federal right. Reserve Act and, but, I mean, and the Federal as... Reserve banks and all that kind of stuff. It's just it was a big departure from a constitutional republic to transfer of of wealth and power to a an oligarchy. Really, uh, um, the powerful oligarchy has nothing to do with of buying for the people. So, Nasara, going, um, I don't know, was I think as early as the 80s, this guy, uh, Harvey um, F., I forget what the F is for, That's Francis him. Barnard. Um, anyway, he, he wrote this paper basically asking for return to the a constitutional republic. And I'm going to, Look at another website here again. Yeah, I don't if you know. You want you can take me off as you talk. Oh, Pastor Bareface. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to think a uh, best way to get this up on the screen. I guess I could use this shot. Um, most people probably have tuned out already. Can't read it. No. Yeah. Anyway. So Sean Mucci is saying the Fed is illegal. Is a legal loan shark. Yeah. Well. Yeah, I don't know about how legal is not, not really legal. Well, but I guess yeah, it, it is legal because because but, of the Thirteenth Amendment, it right. is legal now. But anyway. Anyway, but do you on screen or no? I, there's no need for me to be. How okay, many well, of you, you want to see me? You were just responding to the con comment from Sean. So. Yeah, I was. No. Anyway. They can hear my voice from so, beyond the screen. <laughs> yeah. So there's this <laughs> there's a summary that's on into the light dot news, and you can find this elsewhere but basically uh nasara the 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 national or global economic security and reformation act or security and restoration act whatever it goes by the idea is that it zeroes out all credit card mortgage and other bank debt due to illegal banking and government activities this is the federal reserve's worst nightmare a jubilee of uh, or for forgiveness of debt excuse me Abolish we just ate super fast. That's why yeah. we were late. <laughs> abolishes time to eat dinner. Abolishes the income tax, which is good. That's something that also came at the same time in 1913, along with the Federal Reserve income tax. So rather than being taxed on tariffs and excise taxes, which the U.S. Constitution um, <coughs> spells out, which worked really well for a hundred some odd years. In fact, the the U.S. Treasury Department posted a profit. I mean, you buy people, you know, on consumption. You buy something, you pay taxes. We still have that, but with the with with the Federal Reserve and all that, and with the income tax came now, taxes come in on what you earn. By being productive, you're taxed not on what you spend, but on what you earn. Big, yeah. Again, whole series of uh, theft, well orchestrated theft of, you know wealth from the common man anyway so nasara or slash jasara would abolish the income tax abolish the irs 
employees of the IRS will be transferred into the U.S. Treasury, national sales tax area, create a 14% flat rate, non-essential new items only tax revenue for the government. In other words, food and medicine will not be taxed, nor will such items as old homes. Uh, Increased benefits for senior citizens, returns constitutional law to all courts and legal matters. There's there's a big thing if that would actually happen. It, I was telling Stace earlier, it cracks me up. The Supreme Court now judges which laws are constitutional or not, when at the same time, the court itself is being unconstitutional in, in legislating from the bench, and it's just it's such hypocrisy. Yeah. What? I was just thinking you mentioned me. You may as well put me up here. Okay. Our, and if you're new to the show, we are married, just so you know. Anyway, I could go on and I on. I married Randall. But, yeah, but, but Harvey Barnard wrote this, and then he sent it to the Congress, hoping they would, you know, get on board, whatever. But what's interesting, so with no traction there, the, the well, we didn't see it actually, you know, come U.S. law or anything. How much traction it got is is open to debate and different stories. Uh. But what is interesting that, if I can bring this up, that's really tiny as well, isn't it? That's okay. Just read it. Uh, anyway, so this, this, um, this whatever, uh, this Nisara, this this writing, uh, eventually was put into a book titled "Draining the Swamp," which, hmm, Donald Trump always mentions. Hmm. And his campaigning and training. Yep. So, obviously a fan of this, the book. And, right. Um, and it says here on looking at the Internet Archive Wayback Machine, um, <laughs> the site, the Nasara.org, which is no longer this. Somebody else bought it. Um, Probably for a million dollars. This is... This is Draining the Swamp, originally written as an academic exercise, has become a crusade. This fascinating story sets the stage for a worldwide monetary rights movement. People concerned about the consequences of continued politics as usual owe themselves, their family, and friends to discover the world as it was intended to be and to secure their rightful share of the wealth they produce. Um, which happened for a while in this country, well over 100 years from, you know, the... You know, from the 1700s until about 1913, when that all. So, so share a little bit about what we were listening to earlier, as far so, as well, how Donald Trump. I'm getting there. Okay. All right. I just want to make sure that you know we only got 25 minutes left. Oh wow! All right. So, <laughs> so the the draining the swamp. And that's why I brought up the book title this time because you know, Donald Trump campaigned on that, and early in his president talked about draining the swamp. So, some folks, um, like Santa Surfing and uh, others... On Twitter. You can go look up the name Santa Surfing on Twitter. So, twitter.com forward slash Santa, like Santa Claus, surfing. Check out that Twitter account. Uh, and others see what's happening with this COVID-19 thing in this, in this act... Uh, which I look at it and it looks like it gives, well, it's $2 trillion package uh, with a 
budget that's not even estimated, budgetary impact that's not even estimated, and gives it to a whole bunch of government uh, government agencies. I don't see it as a great thing. Trump said it's, you know, the biggest bill or whatever. I can't do Trump voice, but, you know, everything he does is the biggest and the best. And so. Yeah, it is. And yeah, I would say it is the biggest <laughs> bill ever signed by a president. A $2 trillion. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, anyway. it exceeds, exceeds the budget, the annual budget of the military. You know, it's just $2 trillion. I mean, that's. That's more than the government goes into debt every year. Um, so, yeah. So some are seeing this as he's kind of doing an end run around the communists and the oligarchs and looking to establish the one world government, you know, and control the few and the bankers and the wealthy and, you know, and the, the Gates and the Soros of the world that are, you know, trying to eliminate, you know, population and, you know, follow the Georgia Guidestones and all that kind of thing. Um, they see this latest legislation, the families and whatever, I forget what they called it, um, was passed on Tuesday, right? Yeah, just a couple of days ago. Yeah. Anyway, they see that as he's gearing up to enact Nisara, that he's going to implement all these things do away with the irs and the federal reserve and I, I don't know how he can do that well apparently somehow it's in the paperwork but the there's there's a couple interesting things that were brought up there was the 120 days before the election thing that they they would have to enact it 120 mm -hmm. days before the election and then the other thing is is that they were talking about um um how isn't it interesting? Here we are in election year, and we're not getting any political ads or whatever sent to us whatsoever from yeah. either from from the Democratic side. And in it particular. is and it is interesting that the that tax day has been postponed till July fifteenth. Yep. Which would be about one hundred twenty days from presidential yeah. election. So what? Basically, the reason we're bringing this up is because we just find it interesting, and I I always find. Um, I, I always, I don't, it, I am a skeptic by heart, at heart. Okay. I mean, I like, you know, I, I like to see the facts. I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but it took me a long time to get to the place where I would even, where I believed in the whole alien UFO thing, you know, that, you know, I was like, ah, oh, whatever. And then in light of Bible prophecy, how do you explain the rapture that's going to take place? Right. So, I mean. With this, though, I was telling Randall, I said, now, wouldn't it be interesting? I said, what would you think would be the least likely thing to actually happen? While the world is being distracted by this COVID-19 thing, and and I do mean literally they're being distracted by it. There's all this I'd say more than distracted. I would say. Controlled. Yeah. Being controlled by it. There's, there is a nefarious plot amiss. But we also have a holy king who's sovereign and all this. And I, anyways, back to what I said to Randall, I said, what would you think would be the least likely thing to happen? And he, and, and he said, well, for this actually to be implemented. And I said, just like the election of Donald Trump, nobody thought that that was going to happen. <laughs> nobody thought Jesus was going to show up on the planet the way that he came either. So, <laughs> True. so 
<laughs> you just you just never know how things are going to pan out. You and, know, I'm, and who knows? It, back in my mind, I'm I'm remembering. I didn't wasn't watching, but I saw the clips on YouTube. However, many well, probably five years ago now, that President Obama was reading. You know, he'd read tweets. You know, on Saturday Night Live or whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, the real Donald Trump had tweeted. You know that Obama will go down as the worst president in history, and he said, "Maybe that may be true, but at least I'll go down as president." And he dropped the mic. So, so nobody saw <laughs> Trump being elected president. So you're right, but anyway, we've got like 20 minutes left. So there are some people looking at this whole COVID thing. And Trump being in power, and he's he's really doing this behind the scenes thing where he's gonna, you know, he's kind of like the political messiah is gonna restore a constitutional republic. The political messiah, <laughs> but, miracle man. You know, but when you know, but okay, Nasara. IRS to ban? Could he be? All right, sorry. <laughs> so Nasara, this thing written in the eighties or nineties, you know. Um, Looking at scripture, something written, um, well, you know, over a millennia ago, uh, not quite two millennium. Well, the Old Testament is more, yeah, is like. Okay, get on with it. Anyway, <laughs> you know, when I first saw this whole COVID thing going down and the, you know, um, shelter in place and shutting down non-essential businesses, I didn't see it as the, you know, um, the forerunner of something great and a great restoration of the Constitutional Republic. Right, and nobody is, actually. But, well, what we were listening to earlier. Right. Well, I mean, that's the point, though. Most people aren't going to think, oh, right. my God, they're they're thinking doomsday, the apocalypse, you know, let's well, well, die now and kill ourselves because well, the world is ending. Ah! Let's, let's look at some scripture. Okay. All right. Second Timothy chapter 3 tells us, well, Paul, writing to Timothy, says, This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce despisers of Did that. Did you say incontinent? That's what it says. Wow. My dad's incontinent. But but this is this is old English. What it meant just people that can't people that can can't control themselves, basically. I know, I'm sorry. It doesn't just... necessarily mean urinary incontinence or or fecal incontinence. Okay, anyway, go on. It yeah. means sorry, a little levity people. Incontinence <laughs> is basically not able to control. That could be urinary incontinence, you know. Right. But incontinence people Tuggy that bears just... incontinent. Right, so but <laughs> incontinent is just people who lack self-control. Anyway, hi, Mama fear. Gina. <laughs> Fierce, despisers of those that are good, uh, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God, mm-hmm. having a form of godliness but denying the power thereof. From yep. such, turn away. Right. Uh, for this is the sort that which creep into houses, uh, etc. Uh, not going to go down that whole road. But the thing is, you know, as I look at scripture, it's not things getting better into a a great new, you know, as that Jasara thing you were reading, 
you know, right. end of poverty and hunger. No and poverty or whatever. The Lord said the poor will always be with you. True. And when when we read Matthew chapter 24, um, and parallel passages in Luke, I'm trying to think where that is. But anyways, you know, talking about the last days of the end times, that, you know, we read about pestilences and, and wars and famines and, and rumors of wars and great, not this, not this acceleration to great peace and enlightenment and, and the restoration of everything good. And, you know, the Jusari, you were just reading about a new global currency. Ivan's son. Ha ha. Thank you for commenting, Ivan's son. Ivanson. Mm. Over on YouTube. Just saying. And anyway, Revelation chapter uh, 13. I'm going to take the reference off of there. Um, John Rice never held another beast coming out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb, and he spoke as a dragon. And dragon, as we know, also from the book of Revelation and other places, is refers to Satan, Hasatan, the adversary himself, you know, Lord the chief the demon. Um, and he exercises all power of the first beast before him and causes the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed, speaking of the Antichrist. And he, does, and he does great wonders so that he makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men and deceives them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he has power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he gave power, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, and the image of the beast should both that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that many as would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a, a mark on the right hand or their foreheads, so that no man might buy or sell, save that he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the is number it, of the Is beast. it really important for you to go into an English accent? No, it's okay. just that... because, I mean, yeah. you're such a mocker. Anyway, it's just that that, yeah, it's okay. that particular verse has been... I get it. We know. Yeah. But but the point I'm trying to make, you know, I the scripture does not, except for the restoration of Israel, when they're called in the land and the beginning, again, be a land flowing with milk and honey and you know the land shall yield its fruit its produce whatever and all that nation born in the day all that we've seen come to pass you know that's that's the sort of uh, rags to riches story that we find in prophecy is the restoration of the nation of Israel and we've seen that uh, but as far as everything else until Messiah comes um you know, we see the opposite. At least I see the opposite in Scripture as a continued uh, deterioration morally, uh, ge um, geologically, that's the word I look for, um, morally, geologically, um, you know, financially. Um, well, except for, you know, look at the Babylon, the great beasts and the riches and all that. Errol, um, you are beloved, said this puts a, a whole new spin on the love of money being the root of all evil. Oh, indeed. Indeed. Well, like like I shared last night, though, we, you know, I mean, the the Bible says that, that you can't 
serve two masters. Two masters, and what's the other master? God and money. Mm-hmm. God versus money, and that's why I said the economy is what more people are scared of mm-hmm. than being sick because this this virus, you know, like we were talking earlier. Yeah, if you've had a cold or or the flu, then you've already experienced this, you know. Yes, some people are dying, but it's not as many as people that, you know, like a bad, bad flu would. And besides, you're all going to die anyway, so you may as well just get used to the idea of dying, which is why you need to get a will. Just saying, people. You can contact me for that later. (laughs) So I, I would love to see a restoration in the United States of a constitutional republic. I would love to see that. Well, okay, let me let me throw out one thing, okay? Because you were mentioning Revelation three, where it talks about the poor and and the rich and all that stuff, right? So Revelation thirteen, right? So in America, our poor people are richer than the poor people in other nations. Oh yeah, and we are by and large still a relatively free nation, despite. Mm-hmm. How a Free lot of, and prosperous. Right. Just despite how a lot of other places are feeling. So compared to communist China or North Korea or or, or Nigeria, or, you know, places like that where people are being persecuted and, and they don't have the freedom that we have. Um, this would still apply, even though there would be a different level of poor in those nations. Um, these people we were listening to basically said, weren't they saying that the that um, was it Italy or um, was it Italy that's already implementing this or was it United Kingdom that's that's implemented like wiping out the mortgages and all that already? They were saying the UK and some. The UK. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know if that's true. Well, I don't know why they would lie about it. They have nothing to gain. Just like us. Well, I'm, I'm not sure. I wouldn't say that the, the broadcaster's lying about it, but the sources. So yeah. I don't know what sources there true. are. Okay. Well, so what do you guys think? We got 10 minutes left of the show. And by the way, we are going to be doing changing our time on Saturday for our show, probably to 6 o'clock, uh, because we have a church service to attend online with our friends later at 8 at the same time. So we thought, well, it would be more fun to be with them for a virtual church service than, than to be with you at 8 o'clock. <laughs> we thought we'd come be with you before. Mm. Uh yeah, Anthony Hart over on f- Facebook. Okay, 10 minutes ago. And I'm sorry to say we are living in very troubled times. Ain't it strange that we hardly ever see other news besides the coronavirus? Mm-hmm. Right, we are living in very troubled times. Revelation, the Bible, is one of the best examples of what is happening in the world. I think, I think we're leading up to that. I don't think we see those things. And there are, there are different camps, you know, the, the, the premillennialists, postmillennialists, amillennialists, and pre-trib, you know, mid-trib, post-trib, rapture people, whatever. I know we all see uh, things differently, and we could all be wrong. But the fact that you there's disagreement on what the prophecies are, tell me they haven't been fulfilled. Because we look at past prophecies that have been fulfilled, and there's no argument about them yeah. amongst the universal church, you know, church with the capital C. There's no argument that prophecies of the Messiah have been fulfilled. You know, that the 300 some prophecies concerning the first coming have been fulfilled. There's no argument there. Okay, so Carol, so Carol says if that happens, then people would fall for it like crazy because they would see it as a saving grace looking to money instead of God. Well, 
Well, and that's why, okay, so I'm thinking, okay, so let's just say for sake of speculation, because that's really all it is. Mm-hmm. Let's say the rapture took place. Boom. That's wildly speculating. The church is <laughs> gone, right? The church is out of here. And now who has to step in and calm down the whole world? Well, that would be the Antichrist, right? So you got the Antichrist signing a peace treaty. He breaks the peace treaty with Israel three and a half years in. And then there's a, a world currency and global peace and prosperity. Well, what if that's already in place? I think it's already in place. Well, I mean, the the global peace and prosperity and all that. And then it's usurped by after the rapture. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah, okay. So, I don't know. It's I think it's interesting. And you can survey your friends. But the people that I know who I know are real believers, not fake believers in name only. People who you really know, they read the word, they study the word, they love the Lord. Those people are not fearful today. In fact, they're like, wow, I've never seen anything like this. It's very interesting to watch. Indeed. You know? Exciting, I but would say. Ev- but everybody else is like freaking out. Like, oh my gosh. And and I do believe that that's because there's two spirits waging here. The spirit of fear versus the oh, sure. Holy Spirit. Yeah. We don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but, you know. Yeah. So we're just trying to offer you, offer you a little bit of hope. Spiritual. And maybe a different perspective, a fresh perspective, maybe. Yeah, however it plays out, I'm I'm good because my hope is not in politicians or in any government, nor in any constitution. Uh, my my hope is built on nothing less. Jesus, right. righteousness. That's right. Um, and so so I silly. Was- Son says the whole thing is a hoax. I'm more concerned about what the government is doing as a response. They're putting medical martial into effect. Yeah, that seems to be, yeah. And I look at that, I see that as a more likely outcome of, yeah. of you know, more government power. Yeah, and Carol says, I can see especially how the Jewish people would fall for it because this sounds like the seventh year of debt relief. I forget what it's called. Well, well 70 years, Jubilee. Right, and we were actually just talking about that before we went on because I told Randall, I said, yeah, I said that just like in the Old Testament, that's what they implemented it to wipe out the the thing. And Jonathan Kahn has preached on it. Well, Jonathan Kahn is an interesting guy. I've met him. I've interviewed mm-hmm. him. And I really do believe... Um, I haven't read all of his books, but I can say the Book of Mysteries is by far one of the best devotionals I've ever read. Yeah, I would. And, I concur. And it's, uh, it. I highly recommend the Book of Mysteries. In fact, a lot of us did it together when it first came out because I was so, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Um, I would go get a copy and just read it every day. In fact, I start. I just recently started reading it again just because I like it so much. So Sean says. Uh, the UK has a high death rate wait, for the virus. On uh, Christ the solid rock we stand. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, so we're not saying anything that, you know, is going to come to pass. We're not experts on this subject. Yeah. But, you know, what do you think is the multi-headed beast? That's a good question. Ivan wants to know that. Um, Ivan's son wants to know about that. Oh, well, that's what's really cool about Revelation is that most of it is in in the Old Testament. It's just put into a chronological sequence in Revelation. You studied the book of Daniel. That's where I was going. And the book of Daniel is basically the revelation of the Old Testament. Right. So yeah. anyway, 
Yeah, just scripture um, heads are always representing um, authority. Um, horns and heads, horns of power and heads are authority. And anyway, so a multi-headed beast is some sort of government with yeah. many heads. Sean says the European Union. Yeah, so many people believe that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It could be something completely different. That may be the seeds of it, and it becomes something else. But it's ten horns, or ten horns, and or ten heads, seven horns. I gosh, I don't remember. Um, but the European Union has more member nations than that right now. So, so well, we definitely well, know it's going to come from that part of the world, though. Probably. It's America and Bible prophecy. We've done that show already. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, real quick, since we've got less than three minutes. You know, in the 1920s, we saw the Roaring Twenties. It was a big moral uprise, financial. Everything was going great, and it looked wonderful. Uh, the sale and consumption of alcohol was banned in the United States. But it wasn't long after that came organized crime. <laughs> And and not too long after the Great Depression, and so yeah, whatever it is, if there is something good coming down the pike, you know this Nasara, whatever Jasara, whatever Gasara, you know, and there's going to be a period of of peace and safety. <laughs> It'll be temporary. Well, yeah, I mean it's going to be temporary until Jesus reigns. Yeah, you know, but. Up until then, you know, the the um, prudent thing to do would be to consider who Christ is, read his word, yes, get to know him personally, seek him first, and then, you know, live your life according to his standards, knowing that's that. A, yeah. I was, was going to say that's the most important question that anyone can answer is right. who do you say? that Yeshua is? Who do you say that Jesus is? Well, and yeah, I mean, and it's it's funny because I heard somebody on TikTok, I, and by the way, I actually got some of these resources from a guy on TikTok, but I heard um, uh, somebody on TikTok basically talking about how, um, have you ever noticed that there's there's, nobody is ever trying to disprove other gods other religious leaders. Nobody's out there trying to disprove Muhammad existed or or Allah existed or or anybody else. They're always picking on Jesus, you know what I mean? And uh, that's why, you know, I go back to the Word of God. If you, I've been studying the Gospel of John for a number of months now, and so it, it's like if if you go back and read John and study it, and you look at how the disciples are being mentored by Jesus, then you can see very clearly that Jesus, at least for me, and you know, I have to tell you, I really do believe too, I'm going to say this, that the more you study the word, the more you're going to see. And I think God is awakening his people even more. If you're in the word, you're going to be seeing more. Um, that's been my experience, having been a believer over, I don't know, about 36 years now, something like that. Um, you know, I've read the Bible for 36 years and 
I'm like reading the same words that I read for 36 years and all of a sudden seeing things I never saw before. Like, oh my gosh, like I never saw that before. And I've read it a million times or not quite a million, but you know what I mean? Um, and it's like, he's there, you know? So if you're somebody who's living in fear, um, let me just encourage you to embrace the one who casts out all fear you know, embrace Christ and really study who he is, what he came for, you know, um, you know, because in the end, that's ultimately what matters is, is your relationship with Christ. And if you don't know him, then, um, you need to know him because you know why he loves you. You know, I always end the show the same way by saying, be bold stand up and go with God because he loves you. A lot of people don't know what real love is because they've never experienced it. In fact, today I was in a, um, a meeting with some friends and, um, that's the idea of triggers came up, you know, people, a lot of people are, are freaking out right now because of being isolated. And some people are freaking out because they're stuck being trapped with their kids and, Ah, you know, I mean, there's, there's these things and people are being triggered, you know, various things. And, and, and the, the discussion that took place had really to do with where, do, like trying to understand where did, where did, where are your reactions coming from? If you are never securely attached to your mom and dad, then, and being isolated today by yourself, you know, um, I, I, I can see how the decline in mental health is going to increase big time if this, um, self-isolation thing continues for a very long time. I think it's going to really bum out a lot of people, uh, which is why all the more reason why you need to be in fellowship with the Lord, but also, um, you know, other people connect with people online, fellowship, do whatever you can go outdoors, take a walk change your surroundings, drink a lot of water, take vitamin C, you know, I mean, just make sure that you're doing everything that you can to make sure that, um, you know, you are focusing on those things above, you know, and if you don't know where to start and you, you're curious, you can always contact Randall and me, um, by going to biblenewsradio.com and, um, just say, Hey, <laughs> you know, I need some help and we will, do whatever we can to get you connected to some resources that can help you. Um, I can't tell you financially we won't be able to help you. That's not going to happen because we need that help. Um, so, but we can pray for you for sure. And, um, and so we will do that tomorrow night, Sunday. Uh, we will be back uh, at 8 o'clock tomorrow night. So I hope you guys have a good morning tomorrow. And thank you for tuning in tonight. Um, be sure to like um, our youtube page and wherever if you don't mind sharing everything out on social media so the 10 people that will let they'll let see see it that'd be awesome <laughs> all right so i always say be bold stand up go with god people because he loves you we'll see you tomorrow